Yo, what up guys? Nathan back once again with another video. Well, actually, this one's going to be slightly different. I was making a podcast and I decided, you know what, I'm going to record it. So for those of you who want to watch the video, you can watch the video. And then for those of you who can listen to it, you can actually go to any podcast, Apple podcast, Google podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from and download the Unplugged Freedom podcast. So in today's video, so what I wanted to talk about is just go into a little bit more detail as to a lot of what is happening in this world, okay? So Christmas has come and gone just like that, and we are a few days away from the new year. So got quite um, quite the year in 2020. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that is is has been happening. So what I wanted to cover is mainly talking about the vaccines and hopefully get some people educated a little bit more towards vaccines because uh, this is a, an experimental time. We're going into 2021 with an experimental vaccine and you can't say that it is not an experimental vaccine because most vaccines take upwards of 10 years in order to develop and this magical one here has now been developed in what, eight months? eight months and it's here and then uh, we we don't know anything short-term effects we don't know any long-term effects so here's the fact is that you have vaccines that have been around for decades okay it's absolute decades and they they cause injury to tens of thousands of people all across the globe they cause death to tens of thousands of people all across the globe and they've been around for decades. So the question is, if a vaccine or all these other vaccines that cause this and they've been around for decades, what is going to happen with a vaccine that has only been around for eight months? <laughs> so and the thing is, is that you can't be guaranteed that you are going to be safe from this vaccine. Uh, you can. You, some people will say, well, you can take the information from the CDC. They say that it's safe. Okay, yeah. Are you talking about the same CDC that has committed fraud, tried to hide it, and um, had to have a whistleblower come out and expose the whole thing? Are, are you talking about that CDC? Because... Um, uh, if that's the one that you are uh, sourcing to, that's not a very trustworthy source. Okay, they committed fraud. They knew what they were doing and they tried to hide it. This is a fact. A lot of the stuff that I talk about is very factual. You can look it up. You can watch it. So there's a lot of like weird things about this vaccine that there's just weird, dumb questions that... And it comes straight from the mainstream media. So we are talking about... Um, they, everyone's been waiting for this vaccine. I, I, I live in a small town here. You hear the conversations. People are like, oh, I can't wait for this vaccine so we can get back to normal. And it's like, well, what if I told you that even if you take this experimental vaccine, that you still have to wear masks, you still have to uh, social distance, you still can't see your family, and you can still get the virus, and you can pass that virus on with the vaccine. Like, wait, what? So, like, how the fuck does that work? Because, you know, we've been waiting for this for, what, all this whole since March, and it's, like, what does it do, right? Like, 
And then you have uh, Dr. Fauci coming on. Dr. Fauci, he's, he's the man of the hour. He, he comes on and he says, uh, well, if you have allergic reactions, because some people who have already taken the vaccine have had allergic reactions, uh, very serious allergic reactions. And so he says, if you, if you have allergic, if you're an allergic person, don't take this vaccine. So in the first video, they talk about, you got to take, we got, we can't go back to normal until everybody gets the vaccine. So they want everybody to get the vaccine. And then Dr. Fauci comes out and says, well, not everybody can take the vaccine because, um, because of, um, uh, allergic reactions, right? So it's like, wait, what? Like how, like those don't fit together. Like, and then now the CDC, okay, the trustworthy CDC who has never committed fraud and who never tried to hide it, uh, the good old CDC who uh, was recommending glory holes this uh, early year uh, and non-face-to-face -face, uh, sexual interactions. <laughs> uh, the good old CDC has actually changed their definition of what herd immunity is. So herd immunity, don't quote me on this, okay, but basically it was everybody gets the vac, uh, not the vaccine, the, the virus, and then because of that, you keep it in, contained within your community or whatever, and then the virus goes away, dissipates, and it's done with. It, it's gone. Um now the CDC has used to have that on the website. This is this is facts, okay? And then now they've changed it, saying that herd immunity is actually uh, when a certain threshold of the population gets vaccinated. And then there's like so there's like let's say seventy five percent of the people need to get vaccinated, and then there's twenty five percent of the people who aren't vaccinated, and that's fine because now that will cause herd immunity. So. That's just them trying to, um, uh, what would you say, clean up the, uh, clean up the bullshit. Okay, so when you come out and you say, well, not everybody can get vaccinated, um, so why do I need to get the vaccination? And the vaccine, vaccine doesn't even work. So what the heck? Um, how do we get back to normal? Well, with all those questions within themselves, the CDC then comes out and says, well, actually. Uh, you you don't need everybody vaccinated. You just need a certain threshold vaccinated. And you're like, okay, well, how do we know we've been at that threshold since the vaccine itself doesn't even work? I can still get the virus and I can still pass it on. This is straight from you guys. So how how do we how do we even know, right? That we're at that threshold. We right. So. Uh, so, and then what if I wanted to volunteer to be part of the 25%, right? So if I want to say, hey, look, uh, you know, I'm sure there's enough, you know, uh, guinea pigs out there who would love to take an experimental vaccine. Uh, I hear it all the time, you know. Um, so I'm sure there's plenty of people up there, uh, more than enough. So just count me in as the people who are in the non-experimental um, vaccine people, okay? The non-threshold that you need to achieve. So that's where I would like to be. But they don't allow you to do that either. They definitely don't allow you to do that either. Because in order for you to travel, this is what they're they're leaning towards, that you have to get the vaccine. 
So why do I need to, still, still, you still haven't answered any questions of mine. Why do I need to get a vaccine that doesn't work? Okay. Uh, that I can still get the virus and I can still pass it on. Everyone's in, in just talking about Australia right now and how they had achieved no cases because they had such serious lockdowns. But in order for you to travel to Australia, you'll e either need to uh, uh, be 14 days in your hotel or perhaps you would actually need to uh, get the vaccine. So it's like one or the other, what do you want to do kind of thing. Um, so in order for me to go to, to Australia, it's kind of like, well, I need to get the, uh, the vaccine that doesn't work, you know? So, and how do we know what's, what's the percentage of it working and not working between people? You know, like, what do we know? We don't know this information. If, if we vaccinate 10,000 people, we don't know how many are actually vaccinated and the other ones, it just became a dud and they can still get the virus, right? So it just doesn't make sense in anything. And so just blow, it blows me away. So there's a lot of things that uh, come up with vaccines. Um, if you talk about or you bring about the fact that the CDC has... Uh, committed fraud and they uh, tried to hide it if you if you talk about that kind of stuff uh, they don't like that very well uh, your social social media will get deleted will get banned and um, um, I'm sure that mine will only get deleted once again because they don't like that information but it goes even further than that like small time people like me who don't have that big of a reach i'm not that big of a, an issue but they can just delete my account but as you get bigger and you get higher what happens is more serious things happen uh let's bring in brandy vaughn who used to actually work for uh, the pharmaceutical industry, especially with vaccines. And so as she got in there and she, you know, was selling and becoming, you know, one of the top salespeople, what happened was that um, she became too much of a voice. She left the a pharmaceutical industry and then she started talking against the vaccines because she had realized that vaccines are the most profitable, most profitable um uh, drug that the pharmaceutical industry has. And the reason for that is because you cannot sue. You cannot sue anybody uh, if you get injured or hurt or killed from a vaccine. You can't. No, no vaccine out there whatsoever. So this brand new experimental one, especially not. Like we're going to have fucking just an incredible amount of people uh, getting injured, killed or sick from it and they can't do anything about it like that is that is horrendous so brandy vaughn came out and she realized this started sharing this truth and she grew big 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 and she was uh, very prominent in the industry and and of course just as we're getting the vaccine rollout for the covid19 guess what happens to brandy vaughn of course coincidentally she dies from the hell gallbladder infection or something I, I just but the thing is now a lot of people they say well Nathan that's pretty now you're reaching okay like you don't have any actual facts about um, her being killed by the pharmaceutical industry 
okay. No, I, I, I may not, but I have a brain in between my ears and I, I can put one plus one together and, and get two. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot, okay? So, we're going to talk about common sense as well. So, Brandy Vaughn became big and just as we came, started coming out with the vaccine, the started, vaccine started rolling out uh, and she happens to end up dead. Just, just like that. So... If you can't put one plus one together, fucking, that's not my fault. You're an idiot. All right. Now, on top of that, uh, this isn't just this situation. This is all kinds of situations. Uh, you have, uh, let's see, where, where do we go? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein killing himself, uh, killing himself in his uh, uh, jail cell at the, um, uh, in the prison. All right, uh, the very convenient, okay, very convenient person to have killed himself in the uh, prison uh, just before he goes to uh, testify or anything. Um, you also have the Hillary, uh, the Clintons, okay, they have, um, you can look this all up, remember, you can look this all up. The Clintons have a lot of people, over 50 people who have mysteriously died uh, at very convenient times, whether they were coming out on um, as a witness to testify, whether they were uh, going to um, um, uh, proceed with allegations of sexual, you know, misconduct between whoever, like all kinds of things. You can look this all up. This is all facts. So coincidentally, we're talking about Brandy Vaughn, but that's just one little piece. We're talking about all kinds of other ones, right? So when you look at them as a whole, it's it's very coincident. Um, there was also an, another thing is that uh, let's take the um, Las Vegas shooting. The Las Vegas shooting apparently killed 50 people. Okay. Uh, it wasn't done with an AR-15 like the news tells you. Okay. I have military experience. I've shot those weapons before and it is, it is physically impossible for that weapon to be able to shoot um, at that firing rate. And, uh, and also that length, it cannot shoot a hundred round bursts whatsoever. It's physically impossible for it. 30 round magazine. Uh, but we won't talk about that. But what is coincidence about this upon, you know, many other things of the Las Vegas shooting. Coincidentally, there's like no footage of this guy. Okay, like like zero footage of this guy. There's like a couple of clips here and there. Uh, coincidentally, of the most videotaped place in the, like, probably in the world next to, like, the Pentagon, um, coincidentally, there's not much uh, video footage of this Las Vegas shooter. It's like a couple little tiny clips. Um, when the plane hit on 9-11 into the Pentagon, the most secure place probably on the planet, the most, uh, uh, the fucking Pentagon the plane hit. There's like this shitty ass little clip online about the, of that plane being hit. And it's like a, a flash, like just so coincidentally, uh, the most secure place in the world has no video footage whatsoever of a plane hitting the Pentagon, anything just coincidence, right? Um, man, we could go into coincidences like all day long. Like it's just, See, people people love to focus on the one thing. They say, well, Nathan, it's kind of, you know, people die all the time. And uh, the, the 
Brandy Vaughn happening to die at this time. That's just a coincidence. Okay, well, there is something called mathematical impossibilities. And so basically, to, in simple terms, I think I have a coin. No, I don't. Um, you take a coin, you flip a coin. It's 50-50, right? You're, you're either going to hit heads or you're going to hit tails. You can flip that and you can get it, let's say, five times in a row. Let's say 10 times in a row. You get it 10 times in a row. You're like, holy shit, fucking 10 times in a row. Let's go, boom. And you're like, whoa, I got 11. If you got, if you got 20, 30, how many flips and how many times in a row can you get um, uh, like heads or tails and then have it be mathematically impossible? Like, like as you go, you, as you go, the, the bigger streak that you have, the more chances that there is that you're going to get a red. I know this because I used to play a roulette all the time and I would play against the mathematical impossibilities and say, Hey, look, um, there's only so many times it can go red or black. So you would play whatever color you're playing because eventually it was going to hit red. It just couldn't. Like the the longer streak you had, the more uh, possible you were finally going to get a red. So, mathematical impossibilities. How many coincidences do you need in order for it to be a mathematical impossibility? And trust me, th th we're just talking about uh, a, a couple of things here. I you could literally spend hours on the topic of mathematical impossibilities and showing that that's what these so-called conspiracies are all about is is just showing presenting facts and saying hey this is kind of odd like don't you think it's odd that this happened and there's so many of them i call them grains of sugar uh, grains of salt and to explain a grain of salt is simply that if i take this one instance of brandy vaughn okay dying at such a convenient time if i take this one thing this one little tiny grain of salt i can't wake you up with this i can't throw that at you and wake you up from sleeping okay but let's say I had a pinch of salt okay I had a pinch of salt and you know I tried to throw so I have brandy Vaughn I then have um, let's say 9-11 Pentagon uh, no video footage no uh, video footage of Las Vegas shooting um, just I, I have more grains of salt Let's say it's like a pinch of salt. I can't wake you up with that. You know, they're, they're interesting. You, we might get to a point of like being interesting for you, but I can't wake you up with that. But the thing is, is that when you collect enough grains of salt, now I have a little one kilogram bag of salt. So, but the thing is, is that what was that? That all started with a tiny, tiny little grain. And then it just grew and grew and grew. And then now you have a one kilogram bag of salt, which is, I don't even know how many grains of salt that would be, but it was, it would be an incredible amount. I throw that at your head while you're sleeping. I'm pretty sure that you're probably going to wake up. Okay. And if you don't, you, you're, you're probably just an idiot. Like at the plane of day, you know, you can do us all a favor and, uh, you know, walk off a bridge or something because uh, we don't need people like that that if I have a whole fucking bag of salt to wake you up and you just choose to not wake up that is highly highly uh, idiotic so this one thing with Brandy Vaughn it's very convenient and you can try and pass this one instance off as 
um, a being a coincidence. But when you take a a further look back and you look at everything as a whole, you can then say, holy moly, I never realized that there were so many coincidences everywhere, whether it be in school shootings, whether it be in uh, governments, it's bombings, it's uh, wars, um, you name it. Like there's so many coincidences out there. So the pharmaceutical industry, Let's talk a little bit about the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, you can't sue them if you get uh, injured or die from uh, uh, the vaccine. That is 100% uh, for sure. Um, what else do they do? Um, well, we've all seen the commercials that, uh, you know, that you have, have you or our loved one ever been hurt or taken this drug. Uh, you, are com you can be compensated for some money. And so uh, very interesting uh, that those pharmaceutical drugs, you can sue them and there's commercials for them all the time, but you will never, never see a commercial for a vaccine, which is exactly the same. It is a it is a pharmaceutical drug without a doubt. And so um, that should just raise some flags for people like, you know, like, hey, wait a minute. Like, why? Why is that? Why is the U.S.? have the most vaccines for a child out of any other country like why that's that's weird you know like <laughs> um it's just it just never stops with the the pharmaceutical industry and people people rely on it people think that it's there to help them and uh, keep them alive but that's that's the furthest thing from the truth it is not it's it's there to keep you in that sweet spot of being sick Right, because um, if you're sick, guess what? Well, you're you're a money maker. If you if everybody, okay, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or anything. I'm, that's not what this whole thing is about. But the example is that if everybody, okay, uh, went to the doctor as many times as I did in the past year, uh, the and took whatever pills as many times as I did in the past year. Uh, the pharmaceutical industries would be broke as, okay? <laughs> it's incredible. Um, and then at the, at the end of the day, like I'm, you know, probably far healthier than most people. Well, that's not, um, that's not a um, guesstimate. That, that is probably a high probable fact. You can go into the grocery store and you can see that the average person is 50 pounds overweight uh, eating garbage and trash um, they're not sleeping well they have zero energy and you, you you can just tell by their mindset just take a look and when you do see that other person who is in the grocery store and you can see it in their their skin their face their their mood and the way that they carry themselves it's it's you can actually take a look and you can see their shopping cart looks a lot different than uh, the other person uh, who is 50 pounds overweight and who is miserable, who is cynical, all that. So it's 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 interesting how that works, right? Because uh, uh, the pharmaceutical industry does not want people to know this information whatsoever. The pharmaceutical industry is uh, there to keep you sick and they work hand in hand. So you walk into a grocery store, 90% of the grocery store is actual real food. It is food-like product and it may have started out as food at one point in time but then all of a sudden 
by the finished product, it's there's it may have been made with real fruit at one point in time, but there's probably not a trace of uh, that real food in there at all. But if we keep you in that nice little sweet spot there, uh, we fill your belly, we hit all the triggers, sugar, salts, and fats, okay? Uh, and we keep you in that nice sweet spot where you're overweight, you're constantly sick, you get sick every year, um, maybe twice in a year. Uh, you're 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 a, a customer. You're buying, 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 buying. Even if I were to get sick for myself, even if I were to, I can't remember the last time. The only time I can remember being sick was when I was in Bali. I was horrendously sick. It was just crazy. Some people said it was like the Asian flu uh, that happens, and so it was it was crazy. Even if I do get sick, I never pop pills. Like very rarely do I ever pop pills uh, because. Um, I'm not saying medic all medications bad. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. Medication has its place, but the thing is, is that the problem is, is that people are relying so much on on drugs and the pharmaceutical industry. They're saying, "Oh, I have a headache. I got to take my aspirin. I'm, I got a headache. I got to take my whatever. Uh, I don't feel very good. I got to take this." Well, the thing is, is that there's cause and effect. So you got to ask yourself, why do you have a headache? Oh, well, I drank water, so but that didn't work, so I just took the pills. Like, yes, but, and this is why people don't do this, is because it takes work. It takes work to figure this shit out. Like, um, it, it may be that you're deficient in vitamin D. It may be that uh, you haven't eaten anything nutritious for a while. It, it may be that you went to bed late. Like, who knows what the reason as to why you may have a headache or whatever it may be. You may not be feeling good. You may be sick. Whatever it is. It takes work in order to be able to figure that kind of stuff out. So the thing is, is that it's easy to pop a pill, okay? Just to, and you're just masking the problem. You're not actually fixing it. You're just masking the problem because you're, you're putting with this, those old habits. So if you're, if you're continuing the old habits that had led you to getting a headache, but then all you're doing is you're popping a pill in order to get rid of the headache, but you're still continuing the habit. So once the pill wears off, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get a headache again. Like it's just, it's just, it's not rocket science, right? Like cause and effect. Um, it, it, think about like cancer, for example, cancer. Okay. Uh, people get, people have these habits and then uh, they get cancer. Now what happens is they usually, what they cut off the tumor. Uh, they they do chemo, whatever it is, but they still continue their lifestyle. And that led them to get cancer. Whether it be smoking, whether it be eating garbage food, whether whatever whatever it is or whatever it was, they continue that. So then you you get the cancer. So it's like cause and effect. And I've literally seen this with people who are like, oh, well, if I if my cancer went into rem, uh, remission, uh, then I don't have to take this medication anymore. And it's like yes, but um, but if it if it is still there, then I have to continue taking this uh, medication. And you're like yes, but like if it's still there, that means you know that you're still doing something over here to get you to that that result, right? Like cause and effect. Uh, just the very like we are biological computers. You put in a computer, one plus one, it's going to give you two. 
you cause and effect. You say, if this happens, then that happens. So we cut off the tumor. Okay, we cut off our breasts. We cut off our fucking nuts. Like, just whatever it is, you've taken care of the problem temporarily, but you're continuing your unhealthy habits that led you to the problem in the first place. And then eventually, you're surprised when, what, I have cancer again? Well, no shit, you have cancer again. Like, it's, it's like... It's not rocket science, right? Now, to talk a little bit about pharmaceutical industry and uh, cancer, uh, chemotherapy, okay, it's probably one of the worst things that anybody could possibly do. First of all, it kills your immune system. Like, literally what it does, it kills your immune system. You're only, your body's only fighting chance of surviving anything. You are killing it. Your, your your body is incredible. It's incredible what our bodies can do. People are born without limbs and uh, feet and legs and you know eyes and all kinds of crazy stuff. People people are lose their limbs and eyes and whatever happens like uh, after an injury, and then their body can actually adapt to the new situation. Like it's 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 really incredible what our bodies have the capabilities of doing. So. Uh, chemotherapy, you're killing your immune system and you're basically killing your body in hopes that the cancer is going to die first. So it's like you die or the cancer dies. Now, most people have uh, uh, a family member who has resulted or has um, dealt with cancer in some way, shape or form. And it's, it's awful. And most people know what chemo is all about. You lose your hair. You got no energy. Like, you just just hell. I would never in my life ever take fucking chemo, especially with, like, the rate that it has. It's like a 2% rate. Like, maybe. Some, some horse shit rate. And you're not allowed to eat healthy. You can't say, hey, look, uh, I want to you know, go on a completely plant-based diet, uh, while taking this chemo, they're like, Whoa, like, no, don't be doing that because that will actually, uh, fight the chemo. Uh, so it won't be able to do its full work. And you're like, so like this good nutritious food is going to fight the chemo. What? Like, <laughs> this is, this is real shit, man. Like you can go look up like all this kind of stuff, learn about cancer and what it is. And so, uh, chemotherapy, uh, it's it's a it's such a money maker for pharmaceutical industries because you are then given a pill after pill after pill, and you got all these different pills, and some of them cost thousands of dollars. Like it's incredible the amount of money that uh, these these pharmaceutical drugs cost. And then you need this one because you're taking that one, and you need this one because you're taking that one. Uh, because of the side effects. Oh, and uh, some of the side effects include death and uh, suicide and, uh, you know, all, all these things, right? Everyone, know, it's common no, knowledge to know that the side effects are worse than the fucking ailment. Like, like people joke about that all the time. And it, unfortunately, it's true. So you are an incredible moneymaker uh, in this point in time. And even if you survive past uh, the chemotherapy, you are still sick. You're still continuing the same habits. Uh, and you're eventually most likely going to get cancer once again. It's, it is horrific. Um, there's, there's incredible research out there of people who take natural remedies and, uh, who, who go towards, um, 
um, certain diets and certain um, behaviors and habits when it comes to uh, cancer. Now let's talk about chemotherapy once again. And chemotherapy, what a lot of people don't actually know is that chemotherapy is actually a carcinogenic uh, item. And so for those of you who don't know what a carcinogenic item is, is that it is actually a cancer-causing agent. So asbestos, everybody knows asbestos. Asbestos is everywhere and they're trying to get rid of it. And so what does asbestos do? It causes cancer. Why? Because asbestos is a carcinogen, right? So carcinogen causes cancer. Asbestos, everybody knows, is a carcinogen. Now, there's all kinds of carcinogens out there. Uh, insulation can be a carcinogen. Uh, grinding concrete. I used to work in a construction. Whenever we were drilling concrete or for those guys who were polishing and grinding the concrete, that is carcinogenic. And there's uh, uh, fluids. When I was a mechanic in the military, uh, there's certain fluids, hydraulic fluids that are uh, very carcinogenic. And um, it's just, it's it's crazy. They, they're, they're, they're awful. And if you weren't actually protecting yourself when working in these situations with these carcinogenic uh, items, you were either kicked off the job site or you were fired. Something very serious because this is very serious. So the question is, how can we... In order to fight cancer, why is it we're putting a carcinogen into our body? Like, what? And and then we're told that we're not supposed to be eating healthy. Um, you know, we shouldn't be taking uh, vitamin C um, IV drips, okay? We, we shouldn't be taking these other um, natural remedies uh, while doing our injecting carcinogen into our body like uh this is just it's crazy when you actually look into the pharmaceutical industry and what people do it blows me away uh it's just um terrific you know it's absolutely horrific um and especially with cancer cancer is just common like it's just a household name it's 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 so bad that it's actually just it's just common and people accept it they're like oh you know it's it's happening like no, it's, it's happening because people aren't realizing that cause and effect, okay? Um, you're, you're eating garbage, carcinogenic food. Oh, that's another thing, Campbell's soup. Okay, there, there's so many things out there, guys, that are, are carcinogen. Um, you, you'd have to look, but everybody knows Campbell's soup. Campbell's soup, okay, comes in the little cans, right? They were sued... And they had huge lawsuits against them because they had carcinogenic ingredients within their soup. So a cancer-causing agent, their soup was. And so um, this this shit is fact, man. Like, uh, like no wonder why people are getting uh, cancer. It's because you're eating these uh, food-like products. You're not eating food. You're eating food-like products. I wonder if I could open that. No. And so uh, you're eating food-like product and that is so chemically like made that it is just, it ends up being a carcinogenic and causing cancer. So here you are, you know, just living your life and then all of a sudden you're, you're surprised that you, you got cancer. I could probably walk into somebody's life who got cancer 
and then see, well, I'm not surprised you got cancer because I, I can see what's in your cupboards. I can see what's in your bathroom. I can see uh, just how you live your life. I can see the habits that you take. And I can tell you that I'm not 100% uh, surprised, uh, not, not at all surprised that um, you got cancer. I, I just take a look around, right? Yeah, sure, chop the tumor off. Okay, yeah, sure, chop your arm off, chop your tits off, chop your dick off, like whatever you want to do. Uh, but if you don't fix the the problem, you're gonna you're gonna get the result again. And um, it's just it's just the way that it is. Like, and this is what the uh, pharmaceutical industry does not want you or your loved ones to know about because if you cure cancer, like that's it, like you're done you're good right that is why the uh, the um y we will most likely never get a cure for cancer is because it is such a money maker and it is such a accepted household term nowadays that um that people just accept it it's it's okay it's bound to happen somebody's going to know somebody right so it's just it's so sad um Shifting back, we're going to go uh, talk a little bit about uh, common sense, okay? So common sense. So a lot of people say, uh, like what I was saying before, is that no, I don't have 100% factual proof that uh, Brandy Vaughn uh, dying just as the COVID-19 vaccine rollout is happening. No, I, I may not have 100% proof on that, but I do have common sense because I have a brain between my ears and I have the ability to be able to use that brain and put one plus one together so that I can actually get two. So what I common sense, this is usually the area where a lot of people try to discredit the the stuff that you talk about. But the thing is, is that it's so funny that very same person can say, well, well, you don't actually have facts, you know, and it's like, OK, but that very same person will look over how police work. OK, police investigations, all this kind of stuff. They use common sense. OK, they use that one plus one equals two. And what I mean by that is, let's say a husband and a wife. OK, the wife dies. And then guess what? The man, uh, just before she died, took out more insurance for his wife in case of an accidental death. Okay, he doubled it, let's say. Um, turns out that there are uh, emails going to another woman in another city. And turns out that there's been a lot of money fluctuating between the two of them. And then all of a sudden, uh, there was a property bought in that very same city. Um, you, like, whatever it is. Like, do you see where I'm going with it? You, common sense, you put one plus one equals two. You put them together and you say, well, why did he take out insurance? Why did he buy property in the same city that this, this woman, whoever she is, and why is there so much money going back between the two of them? And why does he seem to be taking all these business trips to that very city? So common sense would tell you what? <laughs> 
common sense would tell you that the murder, the, the death of the wife was most likely intentional and it was a murder. So the police will take that common sense and they will actually go and investigate. And a lot of times they will find out, holy moly, this was a murder and it wasn't an accidental death. And this is seen time and time again. Uh, American Murderer, I think, was the latest uh, uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, it basically had this exact same thing, right? They, they just used common sense. At first, they were like, oh, okay, it was uh, her and the two kids have gone missing. But then all of a sudden, common, you know, more factors started to come up. So then the police used common sense and they bridged that gap, right? So, but the thing is, is that if, the, if there's none of this, it's it's kind of hard to say. Like, let's say there, there was none of that, those um, other factors, okay? The insurance money, the other woman, the money in the property. Let's say there was none of that. And you say, well, do you think it's a possibility that the husband actually killed his wife? Yes, it is a possibility, but we we don't have any reason. We don't have any grounds to actually really believe that. Um, like there's nothing. There's there's we don't have anything, right? We will look and we will investigate and we will see, but. Um, no, there's 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 nothing that really pushes us in that direction, and so maybe we might find something. Maybe we mo maybe we won't. We don't know. So you can see how common sense comes in. So a lot of people, so that very same person who's trying to discredit you and saying, "Oh well, you uh, you don't have any facts to say that uh, Brandy Vaughn uh, was killed by the pharmaceutical industry." Well, Brandy Vaughn feared for her own life and she literally came out on Facebook saying, look, uh, I'm not suicidal. I'm not taking any medication. I am actually very healthy. Uh, I would never leave my son whatsoever who's unvaccinated, by the way. Uh, she would never leave him. She made this big, huge post because she feared for her life and saying like, hey, look, like um, if, if you have to make a post like that, that is insane. She made a video that also... Uh, mentioned, hey, look, there's some weird shit going on around my house, okay? I got a new security system. Somehow, some way, somebody figured out my password because I'm the only person to ever known it. And they figured it out. They came inside. They moved this. They moved that. They put my laptop in a weird place. Uh, when I come home, there's a ladder right by my window. Um, my door is unlocked. Um, and these blinds are open when I come home. Nobody should be able to have access inside, but somehow somebody is having access inside my home. Brandy Vaughn came out and said this. She made this crazy post saying that she fears for her life and that if anything happens to her, know that who it is and why it was done. Uh, she was very prominent and very big and went after uh, the pharmaceutical industries that... Um, uh, talking about vaccines, which is their most profitable product and that you cannot sue them for it. Uh, the CDC has committed fraud. Uh, 
and tried to cover it up towards vaccines. There was a vaccine that was released in Canada. Unfortunately, it caused a whole lot of sickness. You'd think they would get rid of that, but what they did is they took that vaccine from Canada. They then sent it to the UK, and then guess what happened? Knowing that it caused this problem, they caused more of a problem in the UK, and you'd think they'd finally get rid of it after that, but they didn't, and what they did is they took that same vaccine, they brought it to Brazil, and just fucked everybody over in Brazil. So you take all these facts, all these these oddities. Now, when you say, hey, do you think that it's a possibility that Brandy Vaughn may have been killed by the pharmaceutical industry for speaking out? And you look at all these things. It's not that far of a gap to reach common sense like a police officer would do in a in a uh, murder case you would take that and you'd say you know what there's a lot there's a lot of good information here that there it kind of points in the direction that there there's could be a possibility that she could have died for speaking out against the pharmaceutical industry and just by looking at all this facts yeah mama didn't raise a fool <laughs> mama didn't raise no fool all right you got a brain use it all right so hope you guys enjoyed this uh hope you got something out of it uh let me know what you think whether you liked it you didn't like it you like the video you don't like the video you like the audio whatever it is just let me know unplugged freedom podcast you can get it wherever you get your podcast from and then uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Unplugged Freedom. You can follow me on Parlor, which is Unplugged Freedom. You can even go and sign up to my email list at unpluggedfreedom.com. And you can sign up to my email list there where in case all my other stuff gets deleted, guess what? You always have access to me through my email list. All right. Thanks, guys. Glad you enjoyed. And uh, let me know what you think. And I will talk to you later. All right. Peace.